when one of my free-spirited bouts hit me. I couldn't go to one of the late-night keggers in the woods because I wasn't that kind of girl. I couldn't make out with some random stranger because I had a promise ring on my finger from the town pastor's son. I couldn't get in my dad's old Mustang and play chicken with another car because my uncle was the town sheriff. I couldn't deface public property because my family was practically the unelected government in Methow Valley. I couldn't do any of the things other teens did when the wild hair to rebel struck them. But I had that hair, no matter how many times I tried to pluck it away. So what did I do? I went down to the swimming hole that was smack in the middle of my Grandma M's 120 acres her and Grandpa had purchased and built a log cabin on after handing over the family house to my mom and dad before I'd been born. It had been over a decade since Grandpa had died, but Grandma M refused to move back in town. You would have thought she'd get lonely all by herself in the middle of nowhere, but she made it a point to stay active. If she was ever lonely, it was due to choice. I parked my jeep and hooked it in about a quarter of a mile until the swimming hole came in view. Like the good rebel I wasn't, I surveyed the surrounding area to make sure today wasn't the day some random hiker had stopped to take an afternoon swim. No one, nothing, and nada. Feeling that wild streak about to explode if I didn't loosen the stopper, I pulled my shift dress up and over my head before tossing it over a tree limb. On most days, this would appease the wild inside me enough, but not today. Taking another scan of the area, I unfastened my bra and hung it next to my dress before I slid my panties down. They joined the clothing-decorated tree branch. There it was. I could breathe deeply again. The wild I liked to pretend wasn't there was happy. My stripping down of my birthday suit in preparation for a cool dip had satiated its appetite for rebellion. As soon as I stepped into the water, my skin bubbled with goosebumps. Another downside to the warm temperature so early in the season? The lakes, rivers, and private little swimming holes hadn't had a chance to warm up yet. By the time I was at knee level and my skin hadn't gone numb, I decided it was time to abandon the whole ease-into-it-slowly idea and just dove straight in. The cold water assaulted my body. Just when I was sure I couldn't bear the cold anymore, it got better. My body adjusted to it just enough to make me comfortable enough to stay under, but it still knew this chilly world wasn't quite right either. Once I kicked to the surface, I rolled onto my back and floated for a couple minutes. I felt better. Not earth-shatteringly better, but enough to make it count. Enough so I knew that when I got out and back to reality, I'd be able to resume smiling at all the right times and saying the right things. The swimming hole was surrounded by a circle of giant oak, maple, and willow trees, which was part of the reason the water always stayed so cool. Hardly any direct sun could make it through the canopy of trees. But as I floated around the hole, I found a hand-sized patch of blue sky shining through the glossy green leaves. After staring at that ray of light for a while, I moved into deeper water. Since the summer I turned twelve, I developed something of a swimming hole tradition. It was part competition with myself, part therapy, but it was all sacred. Once I'd paddled over to the deepest part of the hole, I exhaled, forcing all of the air out of my lungs. And then I started to sink. 
I always started with a couple warm-ups where I'd only sink a few feet beneath the water before resurfacing. But today wasn't just about warming up. Today was about breaking the record I'd set two summers ago when Logan and I first started dating. I sunk for a total of 35 seconds that year, far surpassing my previous record of 27 seconds. Last summer I'd come within one second of breaking that record, but I was determined that this summer I'd annihilate that record. After the day I'd had, I could really use that record breaker. I filled my lungs to capacity before slowly letting that breath out through my nose. As soon as I was below the surface, I started to count. The longer I counted, the blacker the water around me got. The farther my body fell below the surface, the colder the water got. Deeper and deeper, I sunk until my lungs started to burn. The last of the oxygen was gone after ten seconds.